everyone. Thank you for listening to Roots and Wings, a podcast produced by the Tennessee Commission on Children and Youth. I'm Jonquil Newland, the director of Kids Central TM. On this episode of Roots and Wings, we're going to discuss a scientific term, which, thanks to my next guest, has been talked about a lot more often in communities and among educators and service care providers in Tennessee. And now we know around the world as well. Now, before I introduce you to my guest, I'd like to paint a picture of serve and return. Scientifically speaking, According to Harvard University's Center on the Developing Child, serve and return interactions shape brain architecture. When an infant or young toddler babbles, gestures, or cries, and an adult responds appropriately with eye contact, words, or a hug, neural connections are built and strengthened in the child's brain that supports the development of social skills and communication. Now, often it's compared to like a game of tennis or volleyball or any kind of back and forth interaction. Now, this summer, Serve and Return was thrust into the spotlight thanks to a viral video of a Tennessee father and his young son. DJ Pryor is from Clarksville, Tennessee, and he is that father in the video. He joins me now. DJ, thank you so much for being a guest on Roots and Wings today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to get this discussion going with you. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Now, before we go right into the whole viral moment, Mm -hmm. I like to give our listeners a little bit better of an understanding of who you are exactly. Now, you've been working on your comedy career, I know personally, for 16 years. We've done an interview before, but you just performed in Nashville last night. Right. In regards to your comedy, uh, you know that fame and attention, you know what that feels like, but could you have ever imagined the attention from that that viral moment? Never. It's, I mean, when something like that happens, you know, in, in 10 hours, when you do numbers, you know, 25 million, that's 25 million people who didn't even know you existed, you know, 10 hours ago. And now all of a sudden you're the most talked about uh, father on the planet. It's, 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 it's surreal. I could have never imagined, and then when finding out what it was that me and my son was, were demonstrating, uh, not being intentional in doing that, and when you find that out and you find out all the science and the medical stuff behind it, you're like, whoa, I could have never imagined that it would have been all that. I, I thought it was really fun when we spoke before DJ. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, yeah, of course I knew what I was right. doing. Because <laughs> you want to act like you knew. Like, you yeah, did. you know, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah that was. Did you know you were doing? Because when people call you, they always ask in question form. Did you know you were doing? And I go, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I knew that. I didn't. I had no clue. I had no clue at all. <laughs> but you had also not only done it, your son with the video. His mm-hmm. name is Kingston. Mm-hmm. But you have an older son, Jabari, mm-hmm. which you've already done this. You've yeah, been doing already this. done it, right? So I didn't know like when the world took to it i was like what 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 ha-? i was still late i was like what happened but i'm trying to catch what oh okay other than it being cute i thought what okay it was, it was just us talking you know because it's something we do but then when i started getting feedback on what people were thinking and all the you know people were saying the medical science behind it and i was like, oh okay that's why oh, okay well cool well, i guess when you say it, put it that way, then it's kind of cool, you know. Then I started to uh, ask questions, and then people were reaching out and giving more information. And I was like, oh, wow. Even now, I'm still connecting all um, the, the information you mentioned, the Harvard uh, Developing Center in, at Harvard. And, and and they are one of the teams that have, have talked to me and kind of taught me a lot of things that I know now that I didn't know before about serving return. So, yeah, it's very um, – it, it's something I was doing a long time and now catching on to the science behind it is amazing. I understand you guys were watching the the finale of 
Empire. Empire. Yes. yes, Empire. Now, this is terrible, terrible parenting, <laughs> this part right here. Uh, guys, he wasn't really watching this show, guys. He he came in, because I, I, I realized that part sounds bad. I get it. But he came in, he likes the music. He likes the music. So every time they play music on Empire, he shows up in the living room, he's dancing. They do have good music Right, on they, have, they do. And then, and at the end, I was just like, wow, man. It kind of blew me away, the finale. And I was like, man, what are they going to do next? Because I knew Jesse Smollett wasn't coming back. I was like, man, the way she just left Lucius. I'm really emotional at this point. And me and my wife having a real conversation. And my son is looking at both of us. And he's like, like he gets it. And I was like, yo, you feel me? And he just was talking like, you're like, yeah. Like he understood. So he climbs up on the couch. And that's when the video starts. And he's just going in. And <laughs> he always, he's always chatty. But that day he was just extra chatty. He was like, but I was more what I was. What made me laugh is that he he caught that I was understanding him or what he thought I was understanding, and he was like, "Okay, Dad's letting me talk," and then Dad's quiet, and then he says something, and I responded like I understood, and he went crazy like, "Oh yeah!" And that's when he starts doing the hand motion, and it was great after that. It was like, "Oh, okay, cool," and it was it was a great moment. I would have never thought it would have did all this, but it was great. No, and you you had mentioned, I mean, twenty five million, yeah. but you had celebrities, yeah. uh, uh, like. As big as Will Smith, right. who are are sharing those videos right. and crediting right. you. I mean, what was that feeling like, DJ? You know, you grow up and you. I grew up watching Will Smith. You know what I mean? Like he's he's my hero. This is, you know, in my book, the megastar. You know what I mean? So when you get somebody who first somebody had texted my wife and said, "Hey, Will Smith shared it," and when I went on his page, I didn't see it. So I was like, "Yo, tell them that ain't funny. That ain't cool, man. Don't play with my emotions like that. It's not up there." And then they said, "No, it was just there. I promise." And then he put it back up, but this time, so I guess the first time he didn't give me credit. So then he put it back up and he gave me credit. And I was like, he could have just shared it. I would have been just as happy. But when he shared it and gave me credit, that was like, I would, I can lie, emotions took over. I was like, yo, like this is Will Smith. And I think I would imagine for him to post that, he saw that this is a young comic who's probably trying to get on. I'm gonna I'm do him a favor right quick. And that's how I would like to believe that he thought about it. And then it's always, it just got me emotional. I was like, yo, thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't have to do that. Thanks. And, and uh, yeah, so I was really emotional. But it was a humbling place to be in. It's like, yo, Will Smith, you're, you're being in this, held in the same conversation as Will Smith. They're saying DJ Pryor and Will Smith in the same sentence across the media. That was crazy. It was really crazy. It was dope. How have the last few months, I mean, you've been working on your comedy career, like mm-hmm. I said, for almost two decades mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. And then the summer out of left field, this whole new opportunity comes. Right. And I mean, if you're someone with opportunity or entrepreneurship, yeah. you're like, let's do this. Let's do this, right. Let's go. That, I mean, how has your life changed the last couple of months? You know, I've been, I'll tell everybody, that I always make this joke that my son found out in a year what it took me 16 years to find out. Like he found... That authenticity, we we did this together, and the world loved it because it was authentic, and it connected and it resonated. And what I learned, if nothing else from this experience, is authenticity always wins. Um, I you can you can do something, you can imitate something, you can you can copy something, but authenticity always wins. And I don't think that video would have did what it did if it wasn't natural. You know, I think people connected because they were like, wow, this is this is a natural thing. This is not acted. This wasn't a sketch that was written and we trying to get the baby to do and, you know, a whole bunch of edits to it. It was a straight run through. We just let the camera roll and you saw me and him going and people connected with it. So uh, my life has changed with now I am getting um, 
you know, I'm traveling and, and promoting this serving return and the importance of connecting with your children. And and people don't realize that people don't um, they have people. A lot of people don't neglect their child or they don't uh, they don't practice these things a lot of times because they don't come from that like you know the connection used to be you had dinner with your your family you sit down you had dinner you talk about your day you find out what was going on in your kid's life now we have so much you know so many distractions with social media and you know the kids are on their tablets and I'm guilty of it on their tablets I'm on my phone sometimes so sometimes when you have to make that effort to really sit down and talk to your child and find out find out things that you you would never know like oh wow when did this happen oh you know because they have their own little lives and even though to them this to us is their little issues it's like oh you're a kid but to them that's big you know what I mean so um I've been traveling promoting that. You know what I mean? That's really important. And I think it solves a lot of our world issues that if we can get uh, children from the time they come out, you know what I mean, to to growing up, um, I think if we if we showed them more attention, if we if we uh, figure out where their head was on things, you know what I mean? Because sometimes, you know, you find out something at school, like a kid, your kid does something at school, and you're like, no, not my baby. You know what I mean? No, not my baby. They would right. never. And and if you talk to your child, you find out, oh, okay, this maybe child was could. right. Maybe they could be this <laughs> kid. When I get calls about my son, my oldest, I know he's probably he probably did that. He probably said that. You know, and and I don't even fight him. I just said my question is, hey, tell me your side of the story. And when I hear your side, I said, okay, why'd you do that? You know what I mean? But we we have these these are conversations that we have at the house. Teachers are assistants to what I do at the house, you know what I mean? So that's really what I've been doing lately has been focusing on merging uh, my comedy and merging um, with the message. And that's what it's really been about for me the last couple of months is merging the two and making it make sense, you know? Because sometimes nobody comes to a comedy show wanting to learn. But whether they realize it, when they listen to my stand-up, they're learning something for, for an hour at least. So, yeah, that's what life has been like. We We haven't been home much. We haven't been home much. We, this has been, this has pretty much been, I've probably said the last two weeks has been the most I've been home since the video. Wow. Yeah. And everything else has just been on the move, uh, traveling the country and, and with my team here, you know, just traveling. And we've been documenting it, showing the world, like, people are hungry for this information. A lot of people didn't even know this information existed, you know, and then the video comes out and then they say, well, what is this thing? You know, what, let's talk about it. And I think it's just amazing that I'm I'm humbled to be uh, the spokesperson, so to speak, for this for this thing right now. When when all this happened and you started getting contacted by a bunch of organizations mm-hmm. and doctor this and mm-hmm. organization this mm-hmm. or nonprofit this. Right. I mean, for some for someone, I, w- I would assume if you didn't even know you were doing it, you're kind of like, oh, do I got to learn about it? Yeah. Do I have to go into panic mode? Im- I mean, what did you do? Immediately I went into panic mode. Yeah. Oh my God! Get doctor. Get a doctor on the phone. Get get somebody. Get somebody. You know, uh, I did. I panicked. I panicked. I I needed to f- figure out how I could uh, um, find out, get the information on this. You know, what I mean, it had to be interesting to me. And I, I told people like it's not really one of those things. I'm not. A, it wasn't a. It's not a cash grab for me. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where I'm really interested in it. Like, I get people uh, inquiring all the time about what they can do to get their video so they can show it at their conferences and things like that. I don't charge people for that. You get it. You take it. You know, I appreciate the fact that you even contacted me about it because I really want to push the narrative of connecting with your child. Serving return is about more than just you taking turns to speak. It's about the connection. It's about, it's, it's a very intimate thing when you think about it. You know what I mean? Like, when you say to me that I matter enough for you to stop your adult world 
to come to sit with me. That means a lot. As adults, like, think about it. Like, sometimes, you know, if your parent calls you, I don't care how old you are. You can be 40 and your, 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 your parent calls you and say, how, what's going on? How's life treating you? And you feel away. You know what I mean? That's a connection that doesn't stop with age. It's just the human connection of this is the person that, you know, gave me life and they care enough about me. They didn't stop because I'm, you know, I'm grown now or I'm at this period. They still care enough to care about my life. I think that's an amazing thing. So I wanted to, that part I understood. I needed to learn the the, the medical, the science behind it. The the natural part of it I already got. You know what I mean? I'm already, I'm already there. But the other things was like, okay, well, you know, what is this and what does this mean? And so uh, when I speak at these engagements, I, I, I bring up the medical part. I might talk about the science and the things I've learned, but I all I think if we get back to things that are just natural to us, you know what I mean? Before we talk about the medical, before we talk about the science, let's just talk about the things that are natural to us. Love used to be a natural thing. You know, now it's something, it's, it's crazy because we're living in a world where it's almost love is happening to be taught. And I th- that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That we got to teach love now. It used to be a natural thing. That's so um, that's pretty much what I where I've been leaning more towards. I've been leaning more towards the the natural part of the relationship before you even get to the the medical and the science. Now the medical and the science just makes it that much more amazing because you're like, whoa, like that's happening. So this is going on in their brain when when I'm doing this, and that's that's crazy. Like when I went to Harvard, I was like. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, did you know this was happening? I'm like, y'all, just stop asking me what I knew because I didn't know any of it, guys. <laughs> like I <laughs> so, said, this was natural. Right, this is natural, guys. I didn't know any of it. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what the message been for me. As as you've been learning more about the science behind the servant return narrative, mm-hmm. can you kind of at this point look back? at your relationship with Jabari, now mm-hmm. that he's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Do you think that has helped him with his communication and developmental skills as he's gotten older as well? Yes, I think so. I think sometimes Jabari's, I find myself driving sometimes and having adult conversations with Jabari sometimes. <laughs> and how old is he, just so he's, our listeners he's know? Eight. He's eight. He's eight, eight yep. years old, and I'm driving, and I got to remind myself, hey, man, wait, stop it, you're eight. You be a child. Don't, you know, um, but I do, I do. I think it affected him in a, in a great way um, and gave him great advantages even to, um, you know, he's an he's a actor, you know, he's a little actor and he says, Dad, I want, when I get older, I want to, you know, I want to be an actor like you. I want to, but he said, I want to direct films. And I said, oh, okay, well, that's cool. And I thought it was great. So he had an opportunity to play in a, a film that I was playing in and um, but he was going to play a younger version of me. I said, well, listen, if you're going to do this, you're going to have to take it serious. I'm going to make you audition. And so he auditioned. I told him, don't give him no breaks because he's my son. You know, make him go through the, the same thing everybody else had to go through. So he auditions and he nails the audition. Right. He gets back home. He looks at me. He said, Dad. And I said, what's up, man? He said, my acting range is sick. <laughs> I said, your acting range? What kid? He's so grown. Like, right. He's so my grown. acting range is sick. But he really, for him to even know to use that terminology, he had researched what it meant to be an actor. I made him do his research. I made him study it. I made him study the craft because he had said it when he was younger that he wanted to do it. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, kids want to do whatever the parent wants to do. I said, if you get a little older and you decide you want to do it, I'll let you do it. And he got older and he really wants to do it. And my son, when he looks at film, he doesn't just look at film to watch it. He's studying it. He, I wonder how they shot that. I wonder how that, that's it. So this is something that he's got. So I think, yeah, it really played to his advantage of talking to him, connecting with him, and we found that thing, that art form, 
you know, that at first I was like, okay, maybe he just wants to do it because dad's doing it. Now he's, he's oh, that's all he knows. So, but now he's taking it a little bit further. Like, oh no, dad, you're not a director, but I want to direct and I want to. So yeah, I think it definitely played to his advantage. Definitely. I I really look forward to seeing what you and he kind of put together. Oh yeah, it's gonna be something great. It's gonna be something great, and then Kingston just gonna come and act in it and be funny because he's he's a comedic relief. Well, and that's uh, Kingston. <laughs> is he speaking words yet? He is. Okay. He is. He he's speaking too much now. You're like, hey man, look, brother, I gave, I gave him some juice one day, and his mom doesn't really want him drinking juice. And uh, my wife, my wife is a health nut, right? So um, this one day, I was you know I was having some juice, and he was like, Dad, he's Dad. And I said, talk, use your word. I said, this is juice. Say juice. He said, juice. So I said, all right, cool. And then I thought about it after a while. I was like, oh, man, this might have worked against me. So I said, listen, I got to give him some water so he can forget about the juice. And so <laughs> a white walks in. And he was like, mama. And then she said, hey, baby, he said, juice. I said, like, oh, man. And she's like, juice, juice. Your dad gave you juice. And I said, like, oh, man. I said, like, brother, come on, man. <laughs> so, yes, no, he, but he is, he is putting sentences together. He is, he is, he is, he is figuring it out in the way he communicates. Now he's just his hand motions and he figures out the name of the people on the team. So he knows who he wants and, you know. He knows what he wants, how he can describe it. So he got his time. You know, you got times when they just frustrated. They don't want to use their words. Talk, boy. What do you want? And he's using it. And, and, and he got it now. So he's good now. He's good now. He's saying too many words now. Too many words. Too many words now. It's like, yo, chill, man. Calm down, brother. Like, you talk too much. You've mentioned your wife a lot. And I know you, you've also been gone a lot as mm-hmm. well. It's like, how has this this new role that you've taken on it impacted the entire family? Mm-hmm. How has is, how is everyone? You know, for her... You know, I, I tell her this, you know, I'm gone a lot, I know, and I know this, you know, this is a lot on you. And I said, but technically, you're the one to blame because you uploaded the video. So, <laughs> if we're going to have this conversation, you got to be fair. You, you're the reason why this family's going through what we're going through. So, uh, but no, I think she's excited. She's excited. My wife is a very, uh, she's, she's a very private person. Um, so... This is the thing where, oh, you guys do that. You know, oh, that's, oh, you guys, you know, I'm not that spotlight person. Like, you saw it when we did the interview. She's kind of, like, chill. She's letting everybody else do, and she's just sitting, and, oh, that's cute, and, you know. But but, uh, being in the spotlight, not her thing, not her thing at all. And and it works. That works, because if you had, you know— two people trying to fight for the spotlight it just wouldn't work you know <laughs> like, I guess that's why there's so many celebrity divorces like you know if you got two actors in the house and they're both fighting and, and they're talking about box office numbers my movie did better than your movie it's just weird right, right. So, but no my wife is she's she's supportive of everything but she's very very private and then she and then she brings that that um, that balance back to the house, you know, like when we when we're away from the cameras, when we're away from the media, when we're away, she brings that balance of okay, we're home now. This is home, you know. Leave that there. This is the house. We leave all that there. We're not. You're not an entertainer right now. You're not a comedian. You're not. You know. You're a regular baby. You. You know. Right. Right. Jabari, I understand you want to direct, but you're not a director right now. Everybody's <laughs> your people first. Your your kids. We're the parents. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And and so that thing that brings some balance to everything. But everything's been good. Everything's been good. Jabari, um, he uses it to his advantage at school. You know, his teachers are like, oh, I know your dad is. You know, I know your brother is. <laughs> but other than that, uh, it's been pretty normal. We're still normal people. You know, I keep it real. I, I keep it real. I, I'm not, you know, I still got Kool-Aid in the fridge. Right. I'm the same person. <laughs> <laughs> 
same guy. I'm the same guy. Well, when you when you've been out, obviously, so much recently, where are the places that you've been asked to come and speak about this? I mean, you probably have like dozens on yeah. your list, but what kind of stand out to you? We, uh, I just did, uh, I did a a a conference out in Jackson, Tennessee. It was a Head Start. Uh, initiative they do out there and they actually had so many different um different agencies out there such as you know every everything every agency you could think that aids the family um of low-income families was there represented there and it was amazing to see that many different agencies in one room um it must have been three three to four hundred people there and they had a lunch they had me come in and and um they wanted me to even talk the topic was not just serve and return um, but it was more of uh, talking about work, uh, dealing with stress in the workplace. And as you think about it, you know, those jobs are really stressful. And so they had me come speak about that and, and the importance of having humor in a work environment. And so I got to to speak. But I also, like I said, mixed the comedy in there. I'm going to make you laugh and think about, you know, because when we really examine things, there are funny things that happen every day that we like, man. And so when I was talking about a lot of these situations, I remember being uh, the family that needed assistance growing up. So I remember the stories, you know, I remember the, the, the situations that we were in and sometimes how an agent or, or caseworker would look at us like we were crazy or something like that. So I, I just kind of, when I pulled back and I prepared my speech for it, I just thought about things that I actually went through as a kid and 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 um, put that in my speech. And it was it was it resonated. You could tell these people hear this stuff every day. So it was great. Uh, Jackson, Tennessee. I went to uh, Milwaukee. I got to speak to a bunch of doctors and professors about um, how to bridge that gap between what they understand and how to put it in layman's terms for somebody like myself or the African-American community, because sometimes um, things can get lost in translation. And in that, sometimes people can come off very condescending. If I don't understand the information you understand, don't make me feel like I'm I'm stupid because of it, because that doesn't mean that I just receive the information different. Or you're presenting it in a way to where just because you get it, you assume that I get it. And that's not always the case. So just trying to bridge that gap of uh, understanding how different people learn and how you have to word things, you know, you might have another word from something based off of where you are, where, you, where you're from, and then I'm from this place, you know, the north and south, you might be from the west, we're saying the same things, we're using different words, and we're like, what, huh? So just finding the important way of um, presenting it to the masses without uh, being condescending or um, making the other person feel less than if they can't understand the information. So it's been great. It's been a great ride, and I've, I think I've touched on, I'm touching on every aspect of it. There's so many different aspects of it. You mentioned, DJ, how you're incorporating this story into your comedy, and I mm-hmm. just do, I do want to mention last night, we're recording this uh, in what month is this? This is November. Is, look, look, I've been doing the same thing. Where are we at? What day is it? Is it night? Is it morning? I, my body just wants to say October. <laughs> right. I'm like, that's not right. Right. Uh, we're, we're recording this in November, however, and last night, DJ, you were a part of a, um, a comedy sketch mm. called, please, Pinwheels and Punchlines, or Punchlines and Pinwheels. Yes, they did, did a, a benefit. Yes, yes, yes. It's for the um, Prevent Child Abuse Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And you were one of the performers, mm-hmm. and I would just like to know how how the night went. <laughs> it was so amazing, man! It was so amazing. Um, first off, the audience came to have a great time, and um, that's that's always fun. 
And then, uh, but the, the the it was such a well put together event. Uh, we got to play this game called Celebrity Jeopardy, and we had uh, David Campbell, who was the creator of the show Doug. I don't know if you remember the show Doug back in the day. Doug, uh, PB and J Otter. Now I don't know about y'all, but those were my shows. So when I saw him, when I saw David, I lost my mind you hear me lost my mind um and so he was on the panel with me and then uh, these ladies by the name of the jug sisters uh they were there and they were hilarious uh two very funny women um and they were great at improv and then myself and we just got to all have a good time and then uh, i got to close the night out doing stand-up and then i got to bring awareness to the effects of child abuse i closed it out on on a more serious note but it was great it was a great event i think uh um, people got to see see that even though child abuse happens, that there are adults that struggle from things from their past. But those those adults, those children grow up to be adults and they become parents. And so it's really about breaking a cycle. And so I love the things that they, they, they represent. And when they asked me to come, I was just like, yeah, I got to do that. So it was amazing. It was amazing. Speaking of breaking the cycle, DJ, I know, let me say, I don't know. I, I would assume it's important to you to represent black fathers mm-hmm. in a positive light because right. you are you are a black father mm-hmm. and you're there for your child mm-hmm. and now you're famous for interacting with your children mm-hmm. uh, what does that feel like to you and, and how are you <clears throat> trying to bring more better awareness to the actual the, the fathers who are in their children's lives I think it's, it's all about um, right now I'm you know let's face it everybody's watching my every move so I move as if I'm representing every man that's doing right. Um, and I'm moving to inspire every man that's doing wrong. That's how I'm moving. I'm, those, are, those are my categories when it comes to fatherhood. I want I, I haven't, I try to think that goes back to that thing of sometimes a man could not be the best father to his kids, not because he's, he's a terrible person, because he didn't have the best example himself. And so... If I can show you, whether you're older than me, younger than me, if I can show you, oh, man, listen, it doesn't matter. You can still choose to be this guy and 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 inspire him to do better. Then I've already helped change the narrative. I've already done more. Now, is that always, always going to be broadcast? No, because nobody's going to be like, hey, I was a terrible dad a week ago. I saw his video. It changed my life. You know, that might not happen. But then you have the dad who does this every day. Who gets up every day? He, he might have daughters. He gets up. He might be a single dad. My father was a single dad. Gets up every day. My dad would get up and he would do my sister's hair to the best of his ability. Now she might have a ponytail that was sticking straight up and could, could like some, to the best yeah, of his ability. Turn into a <laughs> turn into antennas. You can get some channels with her ponytail. But other than that, he would oh, really kill you for that, DJ. <laughs> but but it it showed me then is that. You know, this is the this is the hand I'm dealt when I'm a man. And men we take on we're supposed to take on this this position. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's all about that is taking on your position. A woman, um, you know, after whatever happens, the child is conceived, the man can get up, walk out like it never happened. And he can walk away and do whatever. The woman can't do that for at least nine months. She can't do that, right? And usually that's why she's the one that sticks around because she's already emotionally attached. And she's gonna she's gonna be she went through all she's not gonna go through all that pain and then say, Okay, go on, head on. No. I went through all that pain or we gonna we gonna stick this thing out. The man can get up and he can walk away. I wanna encourage that thing to where if you don't have a choice, 
I don't have a choice. And there are a lot of men who think like that. There's a whole lot of men that think like that. I think what has happened because it's good for TV, we've only showed the bad ones because let's be real, we like mess. You know what I mean? So it's easier to write a script about a man who walked out on his kids than to write a script of the man who stayed. We never talk about those guys. You know, we never talk about those guys that I'm a young father. We never talk, when Jabari was born, I was 22 years old, I was homeless, was not ready to be a father at any point. I kept, I kept saying, you sure? <laughs> you sure you're pregnant? <laughs> like, like, how pregnant? Like, I'm scared of one to ten. How pregnant are you, you know? Because you want to, you, you're not, you know, when you especially when you're not prepared, you're like, man, I don't, ooh, you know? And then, but you, 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 your only option is either you man up or you run away. And I just, there's so many men that choose to stay. And right now I'm their spokesperson. So I have to, every move I make, even my social media, what I post, am I setting us back? Am I, am I putting us in the best light right now? Or am I, or am I making us go, oh, the people go, oh, okay, that's. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of what they're doing. I've had men walk up on me. Hey, guys, if you're listening to this, if you if you see me, I appreciate it. But stop walking up on me like really aggressive. It's scary, guys. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's really right. Happened. Exactly. Like it is. Gotcha. Dude, man, I'm proud of what you're doing for the culture. I'm proud of, you know, And it, but it is, it means a lot to one guy. I was in New York. I was going to do the Today Show. And a guy, he was the bellhop at the, at the hotel, and he stopped me. And he had tears in his eyes. He's like, yo, I'm really proud of you. Like, I'm really proud. Like, you make me proud to be a black man, but to be a black father. Like, you make me proud, man. He was like, I don't get to see my kids that often. You know what I mean? I'm trying. You know, their mom putting me through this. You know, she put me through the ring. I'm working. I'm working overtime, play child support. But I'm proud of what you're doing. And that meant a lot to me. Like, I gave him a hug, and this dude was emotional. I could, like, feel the emotion. And I was like, yeah. And that's so every day when I get up, I'm getting up for men like him that are, that are, because there are those guys who are trying to do right. And might have a woman that's not working with him or somebody or a system that's not even working with him. So that 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 means a lot to me. It seems like a big burden to bear, however. Oh yeah, it is. It's it's a very I, I say I say responsibility. It's a is a is a responsibility. It's something it's a responsibility and an accountability that that I take very serious. Like I'm, I'm a comic, so people probably think, "Oh, you know, he just goes around playing all day." And I, and I, and I, I'm not. And lie. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> I play around a lot, guys. Uh, <laughs> but there are things that I take very serious, and that's sacred to me. Um, a world without fathers, I don't, I don't want to see what that world looks like. Um, because you need, and that's not taking any way, anything away from the ladies, because. Man, we I mean, we literally couldn't be here without you guys. Like, you know what I mean? But the the there are so many dads out here that are doing what they need to do and they don't get this they just cuz they're not sitting down doing interviews don't mean they're any less fathers. And I've seen many good men before me that I looked up to that don't even want this attention. They don't have careers trying to make it in entertainment, none of that. They just regular everyday guys who get up they go to work, they work their jobs, and they think about when they get their check and they think about what shoes they can go get. They think about the next thing that needs it. Oh, the, the leak in the ceiling. You know what I mean? I want my kids to make sure that they think about things like real men stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, so, so yeah, it is a responsibility. And I owe that man who gets up every morning to do that, to make sure his kids are off to school. I owe him that, that responsibility. If you're going to have this platform, then use it right. 
But I, the same way men are walking up to me applauding me, same way I think men, if I start making them look bad, will start pulling up on me on the street. Hey, man, what's up, man? What you doing? <laughs> Come on, get this together. All right, I'm going to get back in the car now, but you better, I'm going to go on Instagram. You better have it right. Right, right, you right. Know? So, yeah, yeah, it is a, it is a very... Heavy responsibility. I take very serious. Oh, thank you for for talking about that. I, I truly appreciate yeah. it. Moving forward, I mean, in a perfect world of all this, mm-hmm. where would you like to see the serve and return narrative, and just you in general, mm-hmm. uh, along with it, if you'd like to say? But maybe in a year or two, what, what, what in a perfect world, what would you hope happen with all the attention that you right. received? I think I would love to see it implemented in more curriculums, uh, like the the parenting. Uh, a lot of the things that I've seen around the country has been very surface, uh, you know, and that's just because um, I don't think people know how to word this. I don't think, you know, the people who create a lot of these curriculums for the parenting, uh, you know, the parenting seminars and things they do. I don't think they know how to word it, and especially in the African-American community. If we had this information more, because there's, you know, if I didn't have a good example and then I bring a baby home and it is crying so all you teaching me is about don't don't shake the baby. Well, that's cool. Let's talk about but let's talk about when we the connection of the child because I won't even get as frustrated. You know what I mean? But but there's such a I don't know what to do. I I got this thing and it won't cut off and you know what I mean? And they're crying and I'm just you know so you see things like that happen. I would love to see it implemented in more communities that typically wouldn't have this. I would like to think that me and my son just made this really cool to talk about. And if I could see this more, um, more talked about in in those communities, that would mean a lot to me. And um, once it's in those communities, then push it where we go further from here, because it has to it has to only step up. And so I don't know what that looks like yet. And I'm, but I'm down for the ride. I'm enjoying the ride as I'm figuring it out. But I would love to see it in 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 communities like I came from, African American communities, but low income, you know, I would love to see the things that, information I don't necessarily, I can't afford to pay for that information, but give it to me, you know, don't just give me things that are going to keep me in the 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 cycle, you know, oh, you give me stamps, but, it's, you know, it's, it's things like that. I want you to make this as easy to access as I can, food stamps or, and all these other things that keep me in the system. Give, give me something that sets me free to say, oh, because when I that once you correct that area in life, you start to examine other areas in life. Like, oh man, the the importance of connection, and then you realize, oh, my parents didn't connect, and why didn't they connect? Oh, they didn't have, and then you start to be a little bit more understanding, a little bit more forgiving, helps you heal from a lot of childhood trauma you went through. It's, it's it goes full circle. It's that that's literally a gift that keeps on giving. So that's what I would like to see. I'm sorry, I, I knew I was gonna hit that thing. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was coming. I said I it's made it okay, all the way. It's okay, DJ. It's okay. <laughs> Usually it's me hitting it. I do want to ask you this last question. I, I know you probably got lots of projects underway right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe a few that you don't want to speak of just yet. But can you give us an, a little idea of I things that are coming? vague and, 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 <laughs> right. and the point is... I've got projects. Right, yeah. No, I'm, I'm working on some, um, some things right now. I just, outside of the serve and return, outside of me and my son, I am working on some things. You, I put like, it's, you're going to see me on the screen. 
screen a lot more. You're going to see a lot more in 2020, starting 2020. Uh, you are going to see me on screen a lot more. I wish I could say more, but when I tell you what, when I when I get it, I'm going to give you the scoop. I got you. I'm going to call you up, and we're going to get it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, but you are going to see me um, on screen more, and I'm going to use this this influence, this platform, and, and, and talk about this more. This is this. I mean, seven return is pretty cool. I, before, if you would have said it to me, I would have said I would have just thought tennis. I would have just thought tennis. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We talking about Venus and Serena. I wonder. I was like, what are we talking about? We talking about tennis. But then they were like, no, the connection between the babies. Like, why can't we just call it that? Like, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's let's just say that, guys. We're overthinking it. <laughs> you know, scientific terms like to put um, a lot of thought into yeah. one or two yeah. words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, cool. They were telling me at Harvard where I was sitting there and I was meeting with him. He was like, the neurons and it's a million neurons per second. And was, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, those, those neurons are trip, ain't they? You know, <laughs> yeah, those neurons, they something else, ain't they? I love all the neurons. I got a cousin named Neuron. He stayed right around the corner. He's like, dude, he doesn't know anything we're talking about. I have no clue, guys. No, you just uh, sit there and smile. Yeah, like, you know, millions. Oh, that's a lot. Oh, man. Yeah, I was thinking of thousands. It's millions. It really does, though, when you start to, like, as you have been, as you really learn the architecture of the yes. brain, all of a sudden you can nerd out. Yeah. You can geek out pretty quick. Yep. Oh, I man. do. I'm a bona fide nerd, though. Listen, but. listen, it's going to, listen, it's getting bad. I say by this time next year, like, I'm going to be talking to you and, like, comparing notes, like, did you know this? Did you know that? Like, I'm that guy. It's going to be so embarrassing. And y'all going to look at the video now of me talking talking right now versus a year later you're like yeah dj you turned into a nerd and it's okay where can our listeners find you follow you interact with you where, where would you say social media all things social media comedian dj prior on all social media platforms comedian dj prior on everything youtube uh instagram facebook comedian dj prior i'm going back on twitter i'm not back on twitter yet uh twitter did some great numbers for that video and I need to go back on Twitter. But I'm not on there yet, but I'm, I'm going to go back on there. Comedian DJ Pryor All right. on everything. Well, DJ, I, I really appreciate you sitting down to have this conversation with yes. me for the second time. Yes, the second <laughs> interview. She's Look, she's on fire. We're yes. doing this again. When are we doing? We're going to do a part two. We got to do it again. Well, I appreciate you being here. And to our listeners, thank you so much for listening to Roots and Wings. We'll have another episode posted next month. See you then. Bye.